welcome to the Sisters for Prevention Breast Cancer Resource Podcast and YouTube channels. I am your host, Judy Fitzgerald, and it is my great pleasure to bring you the latest information and strategies for breast cancer survival and prevention. I am a 12-year breast cancer survivor living with NED, no evidence of disease. My passion is supporting the primary prevention of breast and ovarian cancers. It is my great honor to serve as a consumer advocate for the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines developed by Dr. Vincent Tui at the Lerner Research Institute at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. 2021 was an exciting year for breast cancer. It was the year we launched the phase one clinical trial for the first preventive breast cancer vaccine. This vaccine is presently being tested on recently diagnosed triple negative breast cancer patients who have completed treatment. Our goal is to prevent recurrence in these patients. Sadly, triple negative breast cancer is the most lethal form of the disease and has the highest probability for recurrence within the first five years. So what's next? We will need support to complete all phases of the clinical trials to obtain FDA approval. Once the vaccine is proven safe and effective, the Cleveland Clinic has partnered with the Nixa Bioscience and their CEO, Dr. Amit Kumar, to commercialize the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines and make them available for use. For all things breast cancer and to remain updated on the vaccine's progress, please visit my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's www, the number four, sistersforprevention.com. And now it is my great pleasure to bring you today's program. Thank you for joining us. today's podcast. This is going to be the first in my series called 31 Days of Prevention. We're going to start out with very simple strategies that we can use post-diagnosis to keep our bodies healthy and cancer-free. There are three basic pillars of prevention. That is your mental strength, that is keeping your body and your mind as stress-free as possible. Exercise, which means being active and helping with blood sugar levels. And three, and probably the most important at all, our diet. So we're going to be taking a look over this series on diet and lifestyle changes that will combat or help prevent breast cancer recurrence. Not only recurrence, but prevention of breast cancer altogether. These may also be found on my website, www.sistersforprevention.com, under the column Prevention Strategies. Because like I said, we're going to start out really slow and just try to make one little change at a time. But when we add them all up, they're going to lead us to the road for health. As I said in my book, A Teacher's Journey, What Breast Cancer Taught Me, When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, 
in January 2009. I read every book written by cancer survivors who had somehow successfully overcome the disease, whether they had a positive prognosis or, in some cases, unfortunately, a dire prognosis. What I discovered was that there were many common elements in diet and lifestyle changes that these survivors who were successful had adopted. The first strategy I'm going to talk about today may seem like a no-brainer, but it's really all important. You hear this all the time. Drink lots and lots of filtered water. The critical twist to this is to add slices of organic lemons and limes to it. Water is by far the best natural internal cleanser, and cancer hates an alkaline environment that is created by the lemons and limes. There's an article in Natural News that says, A glass of warm lemon or lime water, first thing in the morning, is surprisingly helpful in several ways. This yogic or Arjavedic ritual is primarily for stimulating digestion and eliminate ama, the Arjavedic term for toxic slime that builds up in the gastrointestinal or GI tract. This ritual has many, many more health benefits. Many sources recommend drinking it warm, but anyway is better than not. Here are some tips from naturalnews.com. 10 reasons why you should drink alkaline water. The water le- the warm lemon water helps purify and stimulate your liver. Lemon-lime water liquefies bile while inhibiting excess bile flow. Warm lemon-lime water aids digestion. Its atomic composition is similar to saliva and the hydrochloric acid of your digestive juices. The liver produces more enzymes from lemon-lime water than any other food. The lemon-lime water helps bowels eliminate naturally and easily. Lemons and limes are also high in potassium. Potassium is an important mineral that works with sodium for smooth electrical transmission in the brain and nervous system. Depression, anxiety, fogginess, and forgetfulness can often be traced to low potassium flood levels. That same nervous system needs potassium to assure steady signals to the heart. So your heart health is also improved from the lemon water's potassium. Next, calcium and magnesium are plentiful in good ratio to each other in lemon-lime water. Magnesium is important for heart health and calcium prevents rickets. Magnesium is also good in treating disorders of the nervous system, especially anxiety. Lemon-lime water can also help lower your blood pressure. It has an alkalizing effect in the body as it is buffered. Even if you drink it just before any meal, it will help your body maintain a higher pH than if you didn't drink it at all. The higher or more alkaline your pH, the more your inner body terrain is resistant to minor and major disease. This is one of the reasons why we have the tradition of having water in restaurants and most places will offer you lemons. Uh, And if they don't, you can ask for it. But this is why, because it's meant 
to enhance your digestion. It also helps dilute uric acid, which if accumulate in your body, can create arthritic pain or gout. All of these factors only support this premise that we should keep our body hydrated and drink lots and lots of lemons and limes in our water. Let's go back and recap. Lemon lime water has the following positive effects. It purifies your liver. It helps with digestion. It maintains a high body pH, which is called the alkalizing effect, which cancer hates. It's high in magnesium and potassium and helps your body eliminate toxic waste. All these wonderful things can happen by simply drinking a glass of water. Drinking water before meals also helps your brain send signals to your stomach that you are satisfied with less food. Who knows, it may even be helpful in weight loss. So what's my strategy? So strategy number one, I take a large glass bottle, or you could also use a stainless steel water bottle. Fill it with water in the morning, add several slices of organic lemons and limes, and ice and keep refilling it throughout the day. While you're running errands or working, you can easily take it with you. As you refill it throughout the day, you can still use the same lemon and lime fruit juices. In the evening, just discard what you've used and start all over again tomorrow. So for today, strategy number one is pretty simple. Drink at least eight glasses of eight ounces of water. And while you're at it, supercharge it with lemons and limes. Okay, going hand in hand with getting your water bottle prepared. Now that you've got your water bottle packed, the second strategy is to grab your sneakers and get walking. This strategy is also a simple one, but one which requires motivation. When I was first diagnosed, one of the first things my oncologist suggested is that I walk for 20 minutes three times a week. I have to admit that was a change for me because living in the Northeast and in the cold winter months was very hard to imagine going outside and walking. But exercise is something that can be an enjoyable habit, especially if you recruit a walking buddy. I recruited my husband and it's a time in the day when we're both not distracted by television, cell phones, iPads, or Kindles, and we can talk with each other and take a nice leisurely 20-minute walk. It's hard to get started, but once you make it part of your everyday routine and it becomes a habit, it gets easier and easier. Walking is the simplest form of exercise and one that you can do anywhere. It doesn't seem like it would be possible that a simple thing like walking could have such wonderful health benefits. One thing that helped me was that I purchased an inexpensive pedometer. I have since purchased a Fitbit, which is much fancier and keeps track of calories and so forth. But a simple pedometer will let you to have enough fun to track your progress and is a great motivational tool. The goal is to aim for 10,000 steps a day or 30 minutes of brisk walking. 
You will be surprised how quickly you can gain 10,000 steps. One simple strategy is if you're watching television, stand up and walk during the commercials. I tried that myself, and I was amazed at how many steps I was able to get. There's no need for expensive gym memberships, although going to the gym will help you with strength training, which is also important in breast cancer treatment. According to the Long Island Breast Cancer Study, there are many studies available on the internet on this topic. Statistics show that walking three hours a week or a half hour per day improves breast cancer survival rates by as much as 50% and reduces the risk of developing the disease by 30%. This is an easy goal to achieve and matches the minimum exercise levels recommended by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. Walking for half an hour per day also reduces your risk for other cancers and type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. According to cancer.gov, researchers have established that regular physical activity can improve your health in the following ways. It helps control your weight, maintain healthy bones, muscles, and joints. This is very important if you are taking an aramase inhibitor because there's a danger with aramase inhibitors for the development of osteopenia. So maintaining healthy bones is extremely important. It reduces your risk of developing high blood pressure and diabetes. Promotes your psychological well-being. This was really something I discovered, that after I had a 20-minute walk outside, that my mind was cleared and I just felt the anxiety sort of leaving my body. It was just a time when I could just focus on positive thoughts, and it was a, a great stress reliever for me. It can help reduce your death from heart attack and stroke. The guidelines recommend that working up to a brisk walk is equivalent to three or four miles an hour. Although walking outside is preferred, not only for aesthetic reasons, but for the advantage of health benefits from the vitamin D, which is so important to our immune system. When the weather is bad, create an indoor path in your home. This is where a pedometer is especially helpful for measuring progress, distance, and maintaining motivation. So, the two takeaways we have from today and our prevention strategies is quite simply, starting out slow, we're going to fill our glass water bottles or stainless steel water bottles with fresh water and ice first thing in the morning, top it off with lemons and limes, and then we're going to go out and take 20 to 30 minute brisk walk. So let me know. Please send me a comment or reply on my website and let me know how this is going for you. Let me know what you think, if you have any helpful hints for others. How how did you get started? Who did you recruit for your walking buddy? And I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you again for tuning in today. And goodbye for now. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Feedspot.com. Your feedback is important in helping us select topics for future podcasts. 
To stay updated on the latest news about the vaccine clinical trial, please subscribe to my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's sisters, the number four, prevention.com. Also, please note that the topics discussed on this site are not meant to be used in lieu of medical advice. I am not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be. I am merely sharing what I have learned from personal experience, discussions with fellow survivors, and many hours of research. So for now, I'll leave you with my mantra, cancer is a word, not a sentence. So may God bless you and keep you. Till next time. Thank you.